It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. I made it to Wednesday, hump day. Hump day. Spears on Sports, presented by M&M Carnage. John Spears in studio, flying solo today. Well, I got Scooter here. Yeah, you were right, flying solo. No Tony. He's buying a new car. What? Another one? Yeah, he's... Now, rich get richer. How many cars does this guy need a year? He's got three TVs in his basement, so I think he needs six cars for the three people in his home. <laughs> he uh, and Ed's Ed's under the weather. Didn't come to the U of L game last night. We're all under the weather. Rare. It's raining, and uh, so flying solo today. So enjoy. It is Wednesday, January twenty fourth. Maybe they just didn't want to talk about losing basketball. Today. Maybe so. Maybe that's it. Eminem Courage Hotline's open, 384-1450. If you'd like to join in on the conversation, 502-384-1450. Thornton's text line is open as well, 502-414-1450. You can stop and get your icy cold thirst quencher. Just t- get an umbrella or a poncho. You'll be fine. Mm-hmm. It's a short walk. Usually you can get a good spot at Thornton. <laughs> Jump right in there, get you a 32-ounce fountain drink or smaller, only 89 cents. Come in today, grab a fountain drink, and hit me up on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Ah. Cats disappoint. 62 points, lowest point total of the season. Look, it's bound to happen. And you're going to have overreaction. How were the boys this morning, Scooter? Um pretty downtrodden but that's eh, come on i don't i, I don't want to i don't want to say they overreacted at all i mean we, they were they did they do a nice job just breaking down the game you're gonna and that's lo- what they do. you're gonna lose i don't care what conference you're in i don't care who you're playing when you go on the road in conference play especially in a power five conference you are going to lose sometimes that's the way it is I thought Duke might lose to Louisville last night. They did not, and they had an 18-point lead in the first half, and the cards cut it to, I think, five or six in the second half. But, uh, you know, sometimes when you go on the road, it doesn't matter who you play. You are going to lose. You are not going to play well, especially when you're comprised of a lot of freshmen. Now, I know Antonio Reeves and Trey Mitchell have been around for a long time, and, in fact, they scored, I think, the first eight points for Kentucky in the second half. But the freshmen were freshmen yesterday. Reed Shepard was not good. Mm-hmm. DJ Wagner was not good. Mm-hmm. Dillingham, I don't know. He was good, and then they took him out of the game. Yeah, for a way too long of a stretch. By the way, Big Z, welcome back to the planet Earth. Yeah. Okay? It happens. Now, you got to go to Arkansas Saturday. Arkansas is one in four in conference, not playing well, and guess what happens? They'll play their best game of the season. That's what happens when Kentucky comes to town. They fill the arena, an arena which hasn't been filled most of the year. That's what South Carolina did last night. And that South Carolina bullied Kentucky. Let's just say it the way it happened. They bullied them. Kentucky didn't get any foul calls early. Neither did South Carolina, by the way. They let them play, and Kentucky didn't handle it very well. Jacob Wright, 14 points, four three-pointers. He was shooting, what, 20%? 22% yeah, coming great. in from three. He hit his first four. Uh, Taylon Cooper, 20, career high. He and was it, really good. And it didn't matter. Kentucky couldn't score. That's the bottom line. Kentucky could not score. 
They had the same problem in the first half at Florida where they only scored 33 points, but they overcame it and won that game. South Carolina, once the Gamecocks got a double-digit lead, they never let Kentucky back within 10. Uh, they they deserve the win. By the way, I know the schedule has not been great, but they are 16-3. and three. Okay? This is not North Carolina Wilmington at home. That was disturbing. That was disturbing. But they followed that up. Kentucky followed that up with a win against North Carolina. All right? Who's just, just looking better and better. Yeah. Just follow it up with a win at Arkansas. I know that's easier said than done. That's another road game in conference. It's not going to be... By any stretch, a walkover. The place is going to be rocking. Uh, it's a 6 o'clock Saturday evening game. So those Hog fans will be just drunk enough to be crazy on Saturday night. I know Scooter took his headphones off there. 6 o'clock game. I was listening. 6 o'clock game. I mean, Pig Suey's going to have a, a few. They're going to be in their solo cups before that game. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. And then. You mentioned it. They're not playing well, so that should be a game that Kentucky goes in and wins, but it's all about how they respond after that stinker last night, right? I mean, you, you have to respond in a positive manner and here, after that loss. Here's another stat. Corey Price, you know Corey. Oh, yeah. Does a great job of putting random stats on Twitter. He comes on KRC every Thursday for trivia. Now it shows you how much Shameless I, I plug. listen. You're not awake then. I get it. This is the first time Kentucky basketball has allowed 77 or more points in their first six conference games in, since ever. How about that? Hmm. So the defense, get, it always gets exposed when you lose. All right? It's a team averaging 90 points a game coming in, 91 points a game. And when you beat Georgia 105-96, nobody pays attention to that. When you beat uh, Mississippi State 90-77, to nobody says, well, you gave up 77 points. Georgia gets 96. Well, yeah, but 20 of them were after the game was over. Kentucky quit playing defense. Okay. Last night, the defense was exposed. Well, that was kind of the mood this morning is the fact that bad defense doesn't really matter if you can't score, right? Uh, Sure it does. Because if you can't score and you play good defense, you win 62 to 61 or 59 to 58. Of course it matters. Of course it matters. There, Houston is a prime example. Mm -hmm. Houston wins a lot of games when they score in the 50s. Why? Because they play great defense. They end up winning last night? They did. They won oh, at BYU last night. You're BYU. My Cougars are and now have five losses and may drop out of the top 25. Was That's, it close at least? Um, Never did check the score. 75-68. Oh, okay. It was close most of the game. By the way, the system went 2-1-1 two, two, one one last night. Damn you, LaSalle Explorers. <laughs> Dayton beat LaSalle by 12. I was getting eight and a half. Well, we discussed off the air. We, we got to get those mid-majors out of there, right? I don't know. I don't know because guess what? Six games fit the system tonight. Six. One of them is uh, a New Mexico game. One of them is a Colorado State. One of them is a Florida Atlantic game. So, do I count them or not? I, I think I still count them. I think I still count them. We'll go over that because I got six. I got a 16 parlay going already. <laughs> I do. I bet them all. I had a four-teamer last night. I had South Carolina. Thank you very much. I had Louisville. That was the push, by the way. You got it at 14. 
I did. It was wow. 14 on uh, when I gave it out yesterday here, and when I bet it, when I left here and went to the, the place I go to, it was still 14. What do you, did it move? It was, I think, 14 and a half at game time. Okay. And look, Louisville, had, it's one of those games where I look up, sitting there at uh, in the end zone, I look up, okay, it's 14, Louisville's got the ball here. All they got to do is score. They're not going to foul again, and they couldn't. They couldn't get <laughs> And that Duke gets the rebound and, you know, walks it up the court. Mm-hmm. You're going, okay, well, at least Duke's not going to score. I got to push. Um, loss. Mark Bug just texted me. It was tied with two and a half to go, BYU and, and Houston. Oh, wow. He is the color man for Bellarmine with me, and we love us some BYU, both of us. <laughs> we love BYU. We saw him in person. The place was great. Um, he dabble in the gambling wor- gambling world. He dabbles. Too? Okay. He dabbles. I don't think he's a you know he's not a big better like Big Al the Fish or anything crazy like that. But you know he plays a little bit. Uh, if his wife his wife Debbie's listening, I don't know whether he gambles or not. I have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> All right. So the Cats lose. Uh, South Carolina's beaten Kentucky four of the last seven, three in a row in Columbia. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a little disturbing. Lamont can coach. Lamont Paris can coach. Uh, they will be, if they can go. Now, look, I say this all the time. If a team beats Kentucky or Kansas or North Carolina, all right? One of the big boys. Yeah. One of the big boys. Bet against them next time out. South Carolina has Missouri this weekend. Missouri was terrible yesterday. Although they, it ended up a close game, they lost to Texas A&M. Uh, in College Station. I don't know where that game is. I'll look it up at the break, whether it's in Missouri or South Carolina. But I'm telling you, I'm betting on Missouri. It's just the way it happens. When Central Florida beat Kansas, they got they got beat next time out. It's just that's the way it happens. You beat you beat one of the blue bloods. Um then I'm going to bet against you the next time out, and I don't care where you're playing, and I don't care who you're playing. I do hate betting road teams in conference. I do hate that. South Carolina hosts Missouri. There you see, now, now I don't have to look it up. That right. is a good producer right Just saving you some time. That's a good producer. <laughs> so South Carolina's at home? Correct. They're probably going to be about a five or six-point favorite there. You think that's it? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to take the points. Um, Dillingham, 16, off the bench. Uh, Antonio Reeves had 15. He did not shoot it very well at all. One right. of seven in the first half. Majority of his points, yeah, they came in the last five, six minutes of the game when Kentucky was just praying for some offense. He was able to get to the bucket with ease. Can I full disclosure you here? Sure. I didn't watch the game. Wow. Well, I was at the Louisville game. So I came home and I had a choice. When I, I had to pick my daughter up from work, I had a choice. Am I going to watch the Kentucky loss that I already know is a 17-point loss on DVR, or am I going to watch the Lakers and the Clippers? I chose Lakers-Clippers because I didn't want to see it. I chose Lakers-Clippers instead of watching the replay. Hmm. Yeah. How'd that work out? Uh, Clippers covered. Clippers won easily. LeBron was out with an ankle injury. So that was a fun game. I think 127-116. to 116. Uh, Clippers were eight-point favorites in that game. Do you know that I heard this yesterday? I heard it. On, Shaq said it at halftime last night. When the Clippers are at home, 
they have the the Laker banners are covered up. Really? Did you know that? No, I had that, no idea. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. The the Laker championship banners are covered up, and you know who started that when he was coach of the Clippers? Doc Rivers, the new coach of the Milwaukee Bucks, Doc Rivers. We'll talk more about that as well. Let's go to the M M&M and Cartage hotline. Bring in Laker apologist, the Todd Father. What's up, Toddler? Hey, I should have bet that. I usually, I knew LeBron. You always out, bet so against the Lakers, and that's your team. I don't. I never yeah. understood that. Hey, I just bet a couple bucks. If I lose, I'm kind of happy because they win. Emotional right? <laughs> <laughs> hedge. All right, man. It's like reverse, yeah, emotional head, reverse psychology. I don't know. Yeah. So, and, and of course, I got uh, burnt by the hook on the on the cards. Oh. I had the 14 and a half. I'm I, like, oh, my goodness. I got it at 14. Oh, you took Duke Good then. For you. You bet Duke. I bet, yeah. Well, huh. I bet Kentucky, too, so I must apologize for that. So That's a trifecta well, you got, got going there. Yeah, I didn't do didn't do too well last night, but hey, I had Kentucky on Saturday and the over, so I don't know if they covered on the over last night, but man, they have been, I, I must give it to them, they have been pretty damn good. Kentucky. Nowhere close on the over, by the way. Louisville? No, the Kentucky game. Oh, Kentucky was close. Nowhere close. No. So not, what, not uh, Bellerman, I guess, tomorrow night, we're going to miss you at the uh, ex-Trinity uh, freshman and JV game. But. Yeah, I got obligations, man. I'm I'm in demand. Bellerman hosting North ah, Florida you. tomorrow night, six thirty at the hall. Uh, not not Knights Hall at Freedom Hall. So if you look, five bucks to get in, you got to take advantage. If you're not doing anything, yeah, that's a, that's a good deal. Now, don't they? Uh, they play Saturday. Saturday at four, they got Jacksonville, the Dolphins, without Artist Gilmore coming in. Oh, no artist. The big A train's not coming in. Is he retired or no? He doesn't do uh, many road games. No. He doesn't. Okay. He doesn't leave Jacksonville. Maybe I'll often. try to get on color for that game. I know they're play by play guy. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, that'd be great. I don't there think you'll go. do it. I think there you're go. all talk. Yeah, but I, yeah, I guess it was. Was it last year? Oh, maybe, no, it was probably two or three years ago. Uh, I ran into the uh, the A train uh, coming out, and uh, yeah, I said hello to him. Got my picture taken. My kids were like, "Who's that?" I'm like, "That's Artist Gilmore." You know, <laughs> Scooter doesn't know who it is. Either. I know Artist. If Scooter didn't do Jacksonville games in the past, he wouldn't know who Artist. I know Artist. Young there people, you toddler, young people, man, they're the worst. Exactly, exactly. Get off my lawn. You can relate, can't you? Uh, I think so. the reason he's calling, you know, Todd never calls Scooter. No, first time the I've heard of well, him. Hey, I, I'm going to start calling. I've got to get in at least on the top five for a caller of the year. <laughs> the reason he's, well, you're, if you call once a year, you're in the top five. <laughs> the reason he's calling Scooter, he needs a ticket to the St. X game Friday night. I'll bet you. Oh, by the way, John, I can I get a ticket? To, uh, any guy extra ticket? I don't I have any extra one. tickets to everybody listening. That's right. I That's couldn't right. get my wife I'll a ticket. The PA, I'll be doing the PA for the freshman and the JV tomorrow night. So uh, we'll miss you. We'll be uh, following the Bellerman game. Good luck. All right, buddy. And we'll, we'll maybe, maybe we'll see you Friday. Appreciate the call, Todd Father. Yep. Take care. He is the, the Todd Father, Scooter. <laughs> I, I, I dubbed him that. I've heard the name. He's a good dude. I'm not going to give his last name out because he's in witness protection, just like Big Al the Fish. But I mean, with a first name like Todd Father, he's not going to be hard to find. Yeah, that's true. Trey Mitchell, 13-5 and five for the Cats last night. Uh, I mentioned uh, Antonio Reeves, 6 of 18 from the field last night. 
I think he can do that in his sleep. Mm-hmm. Uh, who was terrible last night? DJ Wagner, two for 10, 0 for 4 from deep, four points, three assists, one turnover, no rebound. I wouldn't say he was terrible. He wasn't good. I didn't see he, the game. He to wasn't be fair, good. But yeah. I'm just going by the numbers I'm looking at. I'll here. give you he wasn't good, but I would, to say he was terrible is a stretch. Aaron Bradshaw led the team with eight rebounds, but only four points, two of three from the field. Uh, Again, this is a guard-dominant team. Reeves, 15. Wagner, 4. Justin Edwards, only two points. Only took one shot, by the way, in 23 minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, two rebounds. Yeah, he but, got the start last night. Only played like three and a half minutes before yeah. he was yanked. And he well, he played 23 for the game, but only mm-hmm. took one shot. Um, You know, that's one more shot than Zan Payne took on Saturday. So that's not good. Big Z came to earth, three points, two rebounds. Only played 10 minutes. I wouldn't say he played poorly. I mean, one it's out of just, three, had a couple block shots. That's kind of what you got to expect from him moving but he's, forward. You know, right? Yeah, he's not going to be 13-5 and five every no. time out like he was in that opener. Uh, 16, I mentioned for Dillingham off the bench, 7-14 uh, from the field. Reed Shepard only took four shots, three points, three rebounds, one of four from the field, one of two from deep, a couple of turnovers. For uh, Shepard, he did get a steal. He gets at least one steal a game. But, uh, again, this is going to happen. And Kentucky fan, you can overreact all you want. Um, you're now 4-2 and two in conference, and it would not surprise me, going on the road to Arkansas, that you're 4-3 and three in conference before this weekend is over. Wouldn't surprise me a bit. Saturday, 6 o'clock ESPN, Arkansas is 10-8. and eight but only one and four in conference. Kentucky was four of 13 from deep. South Carolina, not a good shooting team, 11 of 24 from three. Um, got a lot of good looks. Got out-rebound about three. A few extra points at the free throw line for South Carolina. It was a dominant performance. It was a dominant performance. And when you, you win games and you score a lot of points, sometimes you fall into a false sense of security. And I think that... They bit them last night when they didn't score early and it just kind of snowballed. And now you got to get back in the, in the lab and you got to play defense. They're, they're not going to have a whole lot of 62 point nights. They're not. No, they're going to have a whole lot of 80 point 80 to 90 point nights. You just hope it. The 62 point night doesn't happen during a tournament, whether it's the sec tournament or NCAA tournament, you just, you hope that you can put those six games together in the in the uh, NCAA tournament where you don't you don't drop uh, a sixty bomb and get beat you know sixty five to sixty by I don't even want to use the term St. Peter's but I will but you don't want to do that. All right, we'll talk about the cards. They played well. I mentioned in passing that the Milwaukee Bucks have a new coach. This is really bizarre, but we'll talk about that. Baseball has three new Hall of Famers as well. I know T.J. Walker loves baseball talk on the show. <laughs> Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Welcome back. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio. Eminem Cartage hotline is open 384-1450 to join in on the conversation. 384-1450. Thornton's text line is open as well. Shoot me a text 
414-1450. Cat fans, uh, get off the bridge. It's going to be okay. Don't jump. Cats uh, in Arkansas on Saturday. Louisville will play Virginia Saturday. Virginia beat the Cards 77-53 in their first meeting this season in uh, Charlottesville. Yikes. Uh, noon on the CW. Love Heck it yeah. when they're on the CW. Right after, right after One Tree Hill. Right after One Tree Hill. I like <laughs> it. And, and reruns of the OC. Um, 26-10 to 10 off the bench uh, was the Duke. 83-69 was the final, by the way. Duke outscored the cards 26-10 off the bench. By the way, Zan Payne did not start. Nope. Played three minutes. Had a steal. Had a... Took a shot. Took a shot, a three-pointer that he missed, but it looked good as it left his hand. Then he got the ball next trip and had two wide-open threes. The crowd was actually yelling for him to shoot it, and he didn't. <laughs> and I will say this. The crowd was great last night. Yeah, it sounded like The that. Yum Center was rocking, and they were very positive. You didn't hear any boos or anything when Sam Payne came in the game. He didn't start last night. But he came in, and it was uh, – I, I give the Louisville fan a lot of credit last night. A couple of rebounds too, right? He had one rebound. Oh, okay. He had one rebound, one steal. Uh, only played three minutes. So, st stat stuff for last night, <laughs> unlike Saturday. How can you do that in three minutes and not put up anything in 17 minutes? I don't know. Just unbelievable. 26-10 was the bench scoring in favor of Duke. Tyrese Proctor had 24 of those 26 he points. He was – on fire. Uh, he couldn't miss. He was uh, off the bench. Uh, you know, they were all worried because Mark Mitchell hadn't played last game when they lost to Pitt. Jeremy Roach hadn't played. Knee injuries for both of them. Knee issues. I wouldn't call them injuries because they played last night and they both looked pretty good. Mitchell, double-double, uh, 20 points, 12 rebounds. Roach had 10 points. Kyle Filipkowski, who is the latest Duke Blue Devil we love to hate, 17 points, 15 rebounds. He's a dude. Mm -hmm. Now, he missed some threes. He didn't shoot it well from the field. Oh, did he? Because I had him over one and a half threes last one night. One of six. I was so mad. He had two of those wide open. Oh, so wide you, you open. knew the answer. <laughs> yeah, I knew the answer. Oh, did he? <laughs> I was so fired up. I made one bet in that Louisville game, and it was Filipowski over, a, oh, he over one and a half You're threes. right. Wide open. Two of them were at least wide, wide open. open. Yeah. Uh, one of six from three, but Mitchell was good. He was eight of 11 from the field. Um, but off the bench, it, it was Proctor's night. Career high 24, four assists as well, hit nine of 16, four of 10 from deep. Uh, and the Blue Devils are just a better team. Brandon Huntley Hatfield, that's the guy I want to see every night. He went to war. Mm -hmm. He had 20 points, 11 rebounds, nine of 13 were from the field against. Guys that were bigger than him, and Mitchell, Filipkowski, even Stewart guarding him sometimes. Right. Um, 20 points, 11 rebounds in 38 minutes. He was good last night. He was real good. Uh, that's the guy you need if you're Kenny Payne. Mike James had 13. Sky Clark, much better than Saturday. Of course, he couldn't have been worse. 13 points, 5 rebounds, 4 assists. Tyler Johnson, 10 off the bench. Uh, Trey White got the start, only nine points, four of seven from the field, but he didn't play. None, nobody played poorly. Curtis Williams didn't shoot well. He was one of seven, but they didn't. Nobody played poorly. Louisville shot 46.2%. They shot a little, just a percentage point better than Duke. Um, rebounds were killer. 
43 to 28. How many of those were offensive? 14 offensive rebounds for Duke. Man. I don't have second chance points in front of me, but it had to be 20. It had to be 20, at least. Um, It felt like every offensive rebound they got, they either kicked it out and hit a three or quick putback. But this is a Louisville team the last three of the last four games, maybe four of the last five games, Cardinal fans have wanted to see. Just fight. They've got talent. Yep. Scott Clark was a five-star. Trey White, terrific freshman at USC. Bradley Brandon Huntley Hatfield at Tennessee as a freshman, freshman All American. They got talent, which which begs the question: Is it coaching? Well, I think we all have our own answers to that question. I think we all understand and and feel that there's no chance Kenny Payne comes back next year. But I will go back to this: What if they win a few games here down the stretch? What if they get to ten? What if they get to twelve? In a bad league? I still don't think you In do. a bottom half bad league, what if they get to 12 wins? Eight more than last year? Most improved coach of the year? NCAA? <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't know. I don't I don't think they can do it. They've everyone at Louisville's heard the outcry. Yeah, I know. Virginia's thirteen and five, four and three in conference. I, I go back to that loss to Notre Dame. Notre Dame beat Virginia by twenty. Twenty two, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and Louisville's at home, and again, I know Duke won. I know Texas won at Oklahoma last night. When you go on the road in conference, it can be brutal. And Duke is going on the road against a team they beat by 24. Here's the slap in the face last night, and it's uh, John Shire, who, by the way, I've said this over and over again, mentioned it when Tony was in here yesterday. I just don't think Duke's very good. Now, their ball movement last night, their passing was really, really good, especially yeah. early in that game. When they, they, they took an 18-point lead. They brought that up a lot on the broadcast about the uh, full – not the full court, but the cross-court passes. Yeah, the half court, oh, man, crisp, right on the money, moving it quickly. It was it was impressive. But I just – I don't think Duke's very good, and I'm not sure John Shire is the guy that's going to get them where Mike Krzyzewski used to get them very often. Yeah. He, nobody's Coach K. No. But I don't think – you know, if you're John Shire, if you're a Duke fan, hey, get us to a final eight here. Get us to a final four. Uh, I don't know if he's the guy. But he, uh, his post gamer, when he said, uh, you know, uh, they're, they're going to give you some trouble. Uh, it was sort of like, it's yeah, too much they're energy. not any good. He didn't say they're not any good, but he kind of said they're not any good. Well, you know, they're going to give you a little trouble. But I'm happy with the way we played and came out. And they did play well. Um, it's so terrible, Kenny so impersonation. No, that was John Shire. Oh, Wait, he's that monotone. Yeah. He's, by the way, great crowd last night. What did I say? Twelve, and you yep. said and you laughed. I don't know what the number was. Do you know what the number was? I looked for it earlier. Couldn't find it. No. You said uh, normally they announce it, and they didn't. And I asked the guy next to me, "Did they announce the crowd?" He said, "I haven't heard it." Uh, if anybody knows what the crowd was last night, please let me know because they were rocking and rolling. There was a lot of blue, but there was more red in the stands. I will say that. Um, Duke fan is the nerd of nerds. <laughs> I mean, walking out of there last night with Duke fan, 
I mean, I'm a nerd. I'm a I'm a sports nerd, but they're nerd nerds. <laughs> you know, they, they reading books on the way out or they, what? They had to get back. They had some anime they had to read and some Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> they had to play. And <sighs> but you know what? Good crap. I I think I was wrong with twelve. I think you were wrong with eight. I think it was probably about ten. We'll wait for the FOIA request. But I, I can't. Yeah, give me a find that for me. It's not out yet. You're the producer. Find the find the attendance last night. I, I tried. I told you. I tried. Well, try again. I can't find it anywhere. Well, if you didn't have the power of cutting me off the air, I would really <laughs> let you have it right now. Um. All right. Uh, I'll get you some news and notes here before we get to uh, last night's uh, college basketball and NBA scores. NBA trade yesterday. You don't see a lot of these middle of the season, maybe a couple around the all-star break. Terry Rozier, former Cardinal, goes from Charlotte to Miami. Oh, here we go. I found it. The announced attendance, 12,620. <clears throat> yeah, that's not what it was. Who said 12? Was it me or you? I mean, were we going by announced was attendance? Was it me or you? Because it's announced 12,000 every I'm game. telling you, the lower bowl was almost, almost full, and there were some oh, people. It looked, there were some people upstairs. It looked great on TV, for sure. Yeah. Uh, so you can say it, Scooter. You were right. You know. no, I'll wait. Yeah, okay. I'll wait Thank to you. the FOIA request. <sighs> Terry Rozier to the Miami Heat. The Heat wanted him. They wanted to get younger. They did. They wanted more scoring. They get that with Rozier. They had to give up uh, Kyle Lowry and a and a draft pick, uh, a conditional draft pick to Charlotte. Charlotte saves money, which is what they wanted to do. They're in rebuild mode there. Uh, and Miami, look. Tyler Hero, Terry Rozier, Bam Adebayo, a lot of local flavor there on yeah. that Miami Heat, and Jimmy Butler. Sure. I'm not saying they're not a they're a factor. I'm just not saying they're not a factor now. That Terry, that's a that's a good move for the Miami. Pat Riley, he's on top of it. How bad, I like that move a lot. How bad do you feel if you're Kyle Lowry? Today, Pretty bad. Get, getting traded from Miami to Charlotte, and then you get word that Charlotte's going to try to move you before they are. the deadline. Well, <sighs> can you send me back somewhere warm, please? Yeah, he. Uh, sure, I like Kyle great. Lowry, I do, but he is on the downside of his oh, career. Oh yeah, I mean that's sure. that's the way it is. Uh, Terry Rozier is not young anymore. However, he uh, he's a scorer. He is going to give you thirty in a forty-eight minute game. He's going to give you thirty-six minutes if you need it. You know how old he is? I'm going to say twenty-nine. Twenty-nine. Bam. What about Kyle Lowry? Mm, Thirty-three. Thirty-seven. Ooh, so he's more downside than I even I didn't, thought. Yeah, I didn't realize he was that old. Um, so I, I like the trade for the Heat. I do. Um, we talked about the fact that I'm all over the Sixers now. I'm a big Sixer fan, as I've said for the last six months. I think the Sixers are a contender. <laughs> Miami's back. You know, they just they're a playoff team, and they are going to make it difficult on you because Miami's the kind of team that mucks up a game. And if you get in the playoff series with Miami, you're going to be in some games that are 93 to 89. That's just the way they are. It's just the way it is. All right, the Bucks fired Adrian Griffin yesterday. Crazy. Okay. You say crazy. Hey, by the way, the I Miami, say why. Miami Heat have Thomas Bryant, too. More local flavor. Yep. If if we want to call Indiana local flavor. But anyway, <laughs> um, Milwaukee's last game under Adrian Griffin, a mm-hmm. 122-113 win at Detroit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Detroit, of course, is 4-39. and By the way, I bet against Detroit tonight. They're favored tonight. Over? What? 
over the, the Rockets. Charlotte Hornets, oh. who just lost Terry Rozier. Lowry probably not in the lineup tonight. No. Shorthanded. If if they're going to win a game, uh, Detroit's two and a half, though. That's I bet Charlotte crazy. money line. I bet Charlotte money line. You're four and 39, so you just you don't know how to win. Right? It's and true. if it's close, I, I think muscle memory is a real thing, and you remember, oh, yeah, we lose these games. Uh, anyway, Bucks fire Adrian Griffin. He was 30-13 and 13 in his first season at the helm, second in the East, behind the Boston Celtics, a half game ahead of Philadelphia. Um, and you hire Doc, Doc Rivers. He, they are finalizing the contract, so it's pretty much a done deal. Doc Rivers, Doc Rivers has been a coach for a long time with a lot of teams that have a lot of talent. Those Clippers teams were talented. He had Joel Embiid for a few years. And he was with the Celtics. He won one title with Garnett, Ray Allen, Paul Pierce, Rajon Rondo. They won one championship. Is Doc Rivers a, a great coach? Is he a Hall of Fame coach? I don't know. It seems like a desperate move for the Milwaukee Bucks. Aren't the Bucks one of those teams, though, that probably – don't even need a coach. I mean, I feel that way about a number of NBA rosters, but, uh, yeah, I mean, just play basketball. This smells of Giannis or Damian Lillard or both went to management and said, we're not going to win anything with this dude. I know we're 30 and 13, but he does not know how to coach. You got to get us somebody else. That's what it feels like. And I don't know if it'll ever come out. What happened? But you don't see a whole lot of first-year coaches who are 30 and 13 get let go. Yeah. 30 and 13 is 30 and 13. Uh, now, here's the Bucks issue financially, which you know, nobody cares about, but I think it's funny. You're still paying Mike Budenholzer, who you let go after he won you a championship two years earlier. You let him go, and now you, you have a coach for 43 games got 30 wins you fire him they're both still on the payroll and i don't know what you're paying doc rivers to leave the broadcast booth and come be your coach but it's not just a little bit <sighs> if you're the boston celtics today if you're the boston celtics i think you're ecstatic I yeah. think you're ecstatic yes they're bringing in a new coach they're desperate they are desperate at the same time, though, wouldn't that can't that have the could couldn't it that scare can, you? It can, if it's the right guy. But I, you know, if I'm the Celtics, I go Doc Rivers. Okay, we're not scared. Yeah, but you're going from a guy with no experience to Doc Rivers, who has a ton of experience. I think it's a desperation move mm -hmm. from a team that Damian Lillard. Look, he's great, but he's not getting any younger. Kyle uh, Middleton's not getting any younger. Chris Middleton, excuse me. Uh, Giannis, Giannis might be the same player when he's 48 years old. <laughs> I really believe that. Same. Uh, I think he, you know, I don't think he ages. Um, Pat Connaughton. I love Pat. Love me some Pat Connaughton. Don't forget about Big Bobby. Big, big, uh, well, Brooke Lopez. Oh, you know about Bobby Portis. Yeah. Big Bobby Portis. Yeah. The enforcer. Yeah, okay. <laughs> if I'm the Celtics, Bobby Portis, Brooke Lopez, they don't scare me. Pat Connaughton, they don't scare me. So I think it's a desperation move, and um, 
I don't know. I don't. I don't get it. Uh, other than I think there has to be something behind it where the players just did not believe in Adrian Griffin. That's the bottom line. All right, let's take a break. I'm way behind time. Here. Oh yeah. Uh, we'll talk a little college hoops. What happened last night? The the uh, system went two one and one. Six system games tonight. Very excited. I already bet the parlay. Sixteen parlay. It's going to pay me two forty if I hit it. Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big A. Welcome back. Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio. Final segment on this Wednesday. Tony Burke will join me in studio tomorrow. I got Doc's appointment tomorrow, Scoops. Good luck with that. 9 a.m. That's before your wake-up time. Never met this guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my doctor retired in December, so I got a new doctor. and uh, My checkups are all the same. They're all the same. I walk in. Yeah, I know. I'm fat. I need to lose weight. I need to lose weight. <laughs> if you don't have anything else, I want my copay back. That's what I say every time. And they just laugh. And then my doctor would say something like, how's your knee feeling? Oh, pretty good. Well, you don't get your copay back. We just discussed your knee. <laughs> oh, okay. That meeting a new doctor. I won't sleep tonight. No? I had blood work Tuesday. Was it Tuesday? Today's Wednesday. I had blood work Monday, and I, I couldn't sleep Sunday night. And it's nothing. They walk in. They stick it in my arm. I'm out of there in five minutes. But it's just something about it that, hmm. you know, you're always afraid you're going to get there, and they're going to go, uh, I'm not worried about this mole. Yeah. Or, yeah, well, let's get a biopsy of that. I'm going to send you to a specialist. You shouldn't feel like that. Uh-oh. I'm always worried about that. So tonight, I will take some NyQuil, and I'll lay there, and I'll stir for three hours before I go to sleep. <laughs> Just the way it is. Uh, last chance on the Eminem Cartage Hotline, 384-1450, 502-384-1450. Thornton's text line open as well, 502-414-1450. Uh, my preseason pick to win the NCAA title looked good last night. Purdue 99, Michigan 67. I know Michigan stinks. Okay? I get that. They're 7-12. and 12. Uh, Grandpa Munster there is not doing a great job coaching these guys. I get all that. Purdue's good. And I know, Scooter, exactly what you're going to say. Yeah, wait till the tournament. They'll turn into old Purdue. They'll be Purdue that lost in the first round last year as a one seed. I was actually um I don't think so this year, by the way. I was actually gonna on strike, I was not gonna discuss them. So Zach Eady, sixteen points, ten rebounds. Um Landry Jones. Or Lance Jones. I call him Landry Jones because I used to love Landry Jones. Twenty four points. Uh they had their way. And they were up twenty five at halftime. Crazy. Number four Houston beat number twenty one BYU. Um, in Provo, 75-68. Houston's 17-2 and two now. And I'm, I make the joke every time they play, well, you're not in the AAC anymore. You're in a bit real conference. They're, they're getting it done. Kelvin Sampson, I know it's a sore subject for you again. That dude can flat-out coach. Texas went on the road in the Red River rivalry and beat Oklahoma, 11th-ranked Oklahoma, 75-60. Mm-hmm. That was a bit of a shocker. Uh, Wisconsin, that was one of the winners. By the way, the winners in the uh, system were South Carolina, getting the mm-hmm. points, 
And uh, Minnesota, plus three and a half. Wisconsin had a 10-point lead in the first half. Looked like they were going to roll. And in the barn, the Gophers came back. 61-59 was the final. They had a shot at the buzzer to tie it, and it did not go. The only loser in the system, Louisville was the tie, by the way, the push. The only loser, the LaSalle Explorers. At home, they lose to Dayton, who's 16-2 and now, ranked 16th in the country, 66-54, I was getting eight and a half there. It was eight late. Mm-hmm. I was looking for a three. Yeah, it was. And I, it just ah, didn't work out. And 17th ranked Creighton at home came from behind to beat Xavier. 85-78. Creighton is now 15-5. Six games in the system tonight. There are literally seven games involving top 25 teams. Six of them are on the road. All right? I'm not even going to tell you who they are right now. Six road ranked teams tonight, Scooter. How many lose? Four. Ooh, I hope so. <laughs> I hope so because I already got the parlay, the 16 parlay. Keep in mind, I have no idea who they are. So 7.30 starting. I reserve my right to I will change say the this. answer. I look at this parlay when I bet it, and I said, this has absolutely no chance of winning. Absolutely no chance. It's usually the bets that hit, right? I know. 7.30, eighth-ranked Auburn at Alabama. Alabama is 12-6. and six. They just got destroyed by Tennessee. Auburn 16-2. and two. They look like, without question, one of the three best teams in the SEC. Alabama is a three-and-a-half-point favorite wow. at home. So there's one of them. There's one. Uh, Which, not, with that line, Vegas is, I know, is trying to get you to bet Auburn. That correct. Means, that means take Bama. Correct. You are learning. I am. Man, I tell you, if he doesn't do anything else, <laughs> he's, he's coachable. I'm like a sponge. He, he's coachable. 10th <laughs> ranked Illinois uh, at Northwestern tonight. Boo Booey. 9 o'clock on the Big Ten Network. By the way, that Alabama game, Auburn game's on ESPN at uh, 7.30. Uh, B- Big Ten Network, Illinois at Northwestern. Illinois on the road. What do you think? Have you looked? I haven't. What are they favored by? Uh, probably two. Three. So I'm taking North. I took Northwestern, I like obviously. That. I think that's two winners right there. Oh, my God. That's not good. I don't like hearing that from you. Northwestern's underrated. 9 o'clock, 14th ranked Marquette is at DePaul. Oh. I know. <laughs> DePaul's the, got a new interim coach. That's the leg you're worried about. I'm really worried. How <laughs> much, what do you think the number is? Marquette at 3-15 and 15 DePaul. One of those wins being over the Cardinals, if you remember. It's got to be like 11 and a half, right? 17 and a half. Sheesh. I, I hope the hook means something here. Did you take the points at least with Allen? Oh, yeah, I had to. That's system. These are all system games. 8 o'clock. Now, here's the problem with the system. The system, in my mind, in my opinion, is designed for uh, the top top six conferences. It's not designed for the Big West, the Mountain West, the AAC. But three of these games in the system tonight are not power conferences. 22nd ranked Florida Atlantic is at Rice. Rice is 7 and 11, and FAU is a 12 point favorite. I don't know anything about Rice. Not a, not a thing, it's other delicious. than it's in Texas. And I like brown instead of white in my uh, bowl of Qdoba. Oh, fried is the way to go. That's all I know. But FAU's 12 point favorite. They're coming off an overtime road win over another sub 500 team. Give me the point. 
24th ranked Colorado State is at Nevada. Is that Steve Alford? It is. FS1. Nevada is a three-point favorite at home. Nevada is 15-4. and four. Nevada's your next winner. So Nevada's that's Nevada's my next winner. That's you like that one? I do. Yeah. You don't like DePaul and you don't like Rice. No. All right. And then eleven o'clock, which I'll still be away because I can't sleep because I got a doctor's appointment tomorrow. <laughs> New Mexico ranked twenty fifth, little Ricky Patino, sixteen and three, at eight and ten San Jose State. Oof. CBS Sports Network. New Mexico on the road is a eight and a half point favorite. I don't know anything about – I know as much about San Jose State as I do about Rice. You know, to keep my prediction true to what I said initially, I'll go with San Jose State with the win there. That gives you four so out of six. You give me four out of six. Yeah. All right. Uh, the other top 25 game, uh, the only top 25 team at home tonight is 23rd-ranked Iowa State. They host Kansas State, 9 o'clock on ESPN2. Both teams are 14-4, and four, and uh, Iowa State at home is a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. All right, Oklahoma City beat Portland last night in the NBA 111-109. Portland is officially protesting the outcome of the game. I saw this. You don't see this very often. <laughs> no. Um, the head coach, and I can't remember his Chauncey name. Billups. Chauncey Billups was trying to call timeout with a 109-108 lead. They didn't give him the timeout. Um, I guess a foul was called before the timeout. And or the turnover or something. He got two technicals, got ejected. The uh, Shea Gilgis Alexander made one of the two technical free throws to tie the game. Oklahoma City hits a hits a shot with two seconds left and wins 111-109. The protest says, hey, I'm calling timeout. I had timeouts left. Why is the referee ignoring me? Mm-hmm. This is ridiculous. He's not going to win this. The referees have already come out and said, well, the referee closest to him who was trying to – he was also close to the play. He's watching the play. He didn't hear him. Loud loud crowd. He didn't hear him. Didn't see him because he's watching the play. You're not going to win this protest, but uh, I love it. We haven't had protest. a successful protest since 2007. There have been six in NBA history. Correct. <laughs> Pretty crazy. Uh, ABC tonight, Phoenix at Dallas. I love Wednesday night NBA on ABC. I think it's great. Phoenix, two-and-a-half-point favorite. I like the Mavericks here tonight. I'll take the Mavericks and the point. Tony Burke in studio tomorrow. By the way, congratulations, Adrian Beltre, Todd Helton, Joe Maurer, three well, newest sir. members of the Baseball Hall of Fame. Beers on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big A.